Hey, hey, everybody, episode number 36. I've actually got Sam blowing up my phone. Where's episode 35? <laughs> but no, I, uh, I wanted to throw some of these down today because I actually got a few minutes before I have a busy weekend. I've got a heck of a headache going on. I think it's just the seasons change pressure. I think a lot of people are probably experiencing that right now talk to a lot of people that say they uh, are experiencing that but um but no i wanted to i wanted to throw a, a few at least a few of these down today because it might be a few days before i get to do it again so but no i uh we'll see we'll see though because i'm also i'm also kid free for the weekend that never happens <laughs> but they, so I, uh, I might get more time here, but we're definitely going to gonna boost this out because there is actually something that is being worked on um, that a lot of people have waited a couple years for me to get my butt on, and that's, uh, that's the book, okay? So the book is in a phase of a lot of real heavy editing. Okay, and I actually, I actually had somebody. I got into a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty heated discussion about it the other day, actually, uh, with a friend of mine, because I, I, uh, I was like, hey, um, and I actually, I told a couple friends, they haven't read anything yet, so I've, I've got a very, very private team helping me with this book, and it, and a lot of it is because here, I, I wrote this book twice. Okay, this book has been wrote twice. It's actually been wrote three different times. The first time I was about 160 pages into it, I think. And I had a computer crash. And then uh, I lost that whole deal. I was so upset when that happened. And the way I had it backed up, it had not transferred over. So I was very bummed out about that. Well, then I ended up writing it. And I had most of it done. And then I went back, and I was, at that time I was doing it by myself. I went back and I was reading it. And I'm reading through it and stuff, and I found a lot of different things in there that I had forgot to mention. So it's like, man, I gotta go back and plug this in. And I go back in chapter two, you know, I'm plugging in part of the story. And, and uh, then I go back and I read it again. So I'm reading my own book. And. I figure out I don't like it. <laughs> so I wrote it. I worked my butt off for like, jeez, I think I had, on that one, I had like eight months into, into getting it down on the computer. I got a new computer, obviously. I didn't put it on the crashed computer. Um, and, and then I always, now I, I'm religious about saving everything onto a couple zip drives and the computer and, and whatnot. So that way, if something ever happens, but, no, I read back through it and I just, I hated it. I did not like the direction that it went. I didn't like some of the details in it, like the way I worded some things. The book wasn't me. And even though I wrote it, it was not me. And it was, it was just weird. So I write a lot of short stories. I write a lot of short stories. If you get into my social media and stuff, there's a lot of short stories that I put out there. And I actually wrote the short version of this story I'm telling you guys right now. I woke up paralyzed, which was the short story. It's like seven or eight pages long. That's the one that went all over the world. Everywhere. 
I, I blew that story up in it. And it was like my proof to myself that, hey, I can get a message out there. So, and that went really well. I got a lot of good feedback about that. I had, I was, like I said, in some of the past episodes, I think I'd mentioned that I was getting care packages on that story from all over the country or all over the world. Uh, other countries sending me gifts. <laughs> it was, it was kind of cool. You know, I was suddenly a celebrity, <laughs> but, but no, I, I, uh, I, I just, I did not like the way that 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 rewrite when i had to rewrite it after losing it i didn't like how it went and i think a lot of it was because there was a lot of parts of it i was getting into a big hurry trying to make up for what i had lost and it turned into something that just wasn't wasn't me so i totally got rid of it totally got rid of it honestly it was one of the hardest things that i had to swallow but honestly the zip drive that had that writing in there and people are going to think god you're crazy man you need help but no the zip drive that had that copy on there ended up in the burn barrel and uh my right index finger is the index finger that pushed delete but there was there was no way in heck i was going to release that to to my audience the people that i care about if it wasn't 100 where it was where i needed it some of the things that in that in that writing that that i found wrong was like so i reference a lot of stuff based on my medical records okay so that's how i kind of know how many times my lung collapsed <laughs> was i can go back through my medical records and i'm not going to kid you this whole thing my medical record is in a filing box and it fills the whole box um there's a lot of paper in that box but uh i've been through it i've been through that record numerous times just to use it kind of as a timeline for myself with my writing and this this deal here I, I had some of my timing off you know i had some of the different phases like i had when when i came off the ventilator that timing was completely wrong and stuff and i just i wanted to put it something out there that was fairly accurate another complication i ran into with that with that book which i found out uh there's not a whole lot that can be done about it <laughs> so but it took an attorney or a couple attorneys and a lot of consulting with different people was the original cover that i designed because i designed my own cover for this book too and uh the original cover and the original title was room 428 was the original title for the book and the cover was actually this really cool uh, cover that I designed that had a picture in the background of the hospital entrance, the emergency entrance of Penrose, Maine, down in Colorado Springs, where the story started. So I went down there and I had a little meeting with uh, one of the ladies down there that handles part of their legal stuff. And I went in there and I said, look, I was talking to one of the publishing companies and they, they've been giving me pointers, pointing me in the right direction about this book. And they wanted me to make sure that it was okay that I used the picture of the facility on the cover of the book with you guys. I needed, I needed something approved for you guys because it is your guys' facility so I go in there and I have my meeting with her and that did not go well she listened to it she thought it was a great thing she's like man that's just awesome and 
the fact that you want to use our facility and i said yeah and the cool part is there's nothing negative about your facility like you guys did a great job you are the reason i'm alive like this could be a big like promotional thing for your guys's hospital i i thought it was great and i waited for three weeks and i got an email from their legal department that said absolutely not you are not using a picture of our facility on your book not gonna happen and uh and and then i basically got like an ultimatum you know that you cannot use that or else type of deal and i'm not going go into the details of what was said beyond that there pertaining to that but they didn't want me to use the name of the facility in the book and you know what i talked to a few different attorneys and and uh they came back at me and said look man like as long as you're not saying anything that is not true and using their name and you're as long as you're not slandering them in any kind of way or throwing false representation of their facility or anything out there you are perfectly fine and uh and i found out later that i could have used the picture that i i designed too because that is actually the public view that you see from the street at that facility so yeah there was just there was a lot there so i just i i was really discouraged and i didn't want to create enemies with them and i didn't i didn't want to do anything because the hospital is great penrose is an awesome facility and uh so i, I didn't want to create create enemies down there you know so i i respected that they didn't want me to use that cover and stuff and i didn't like the title i didn't there was just nothing that i liked about the whole thing so i, I threw it all away like 290 90 pages i want to say gone uh the printed copy burned in the burn barrel with the zip drive <laughs> and, and uh i got rid of it and i i sat down and i was on the road actually and i was trying to figure out different things that i could do on the road after we were done working to keep myself uh entertained but out of trouble and not spending money so uh because i as money i didn't have to spend you know i'm trying to come out of a very nasty situation i didn't need to be out spending money so i'm writing okay and i'm i'm traveling the country i'm all over the country and i'm in different places and, and I'm writing and I'm working on a new book and I worked on it and worked on it and worked on it and I've got it pretty much buttoned up here except for the editing and I changed the title so the new title is as I walk forward which is uh, has a lot more meaning to me we changed the title of the book and Phil and I changed the title of the band the music that we had been making and uh, putting together and stuff we had always been our, our music was titled under a band our band name which was tempting fate we came up with it in 2002 while we were at college and then in the meantime while we were off doing adult things and being grown-ups some band from back east took that name and they went with it and they actually made something out of it so we we cut a cd out and put a cd with that name on it well then it was like man these other guys got this name so uh last road home ended up being the new band name so that was just these names these resets just have so much more value to them personally with 
with myself and I, I i think phil's got a lot more of that personal connection with that name as well he really liked it but, but uh it was uh it was it was very very uh, a bummer to let the old things go but you know what bringing new things in is gonna be great so the book is actually i've got this book designed as a medical reference so as i'm telling you guys this story there's a lot of that you know this story what i'm telling you guys is a lot of what you're gonna read in the book um the book's gonna have a little more detail behind it but uh at the end of every chapter i go through phases so how i keep updating you guys oh yeah i'm at 10 months so this is where i'm at with this there's there's a key to that so that key is also in the book the last ending of every chapter i've interviewed so many people i mean we're talking right around 200 people that have had guillain syndrome and out of all them people that i've interviewed i've taken a lot of notes i've taken a lot of a lot of uh real detailed made a lot of detailed summaries about the different ways people were at certain stages and how it affected certain people at different stages and like i said it's different for everybody but there is going to be at the end of every chapter which is something that i'm kind of working on now with it is i'm tying in at the end of every chapter updates on the conditions so the updated conditions as you're reading that book you are going to know all the different ways that this disease affects different people in different ways throughout the processes you know so some people and it's in some of the notes that i actually was writing on last night at a few months they're pretty much back to normal and getting discharged from the hospital with a little bit of outpatient physical therapy but they're doing great a good buddy of mine philip harth had that experience he he had it and then within a few weeks he was back to living life you know so that i've got that as a medical reference and i'm calling it that because you're going to be able to reference every stage of this disease in the different ways it affects different people it's going to be a great deal it's just taking a lot of, it's taking a lot to get it done but i got into that heated discussion the other day with a friend of mine um because i made a comment about changing a couple of the chapters i was just gonna throw them away and change some of the chapters because i didn't like the way they they were laid out i didn't like them and uh they're like don't do it you've already rewrote the book don't you even think about doing it so so i actually what i did do is i've been going back through and just kind of rewriting some of the stuff that's inside those chapters and keeping the gist of it but but one thing that i am finding that's kind of time consuming right now is the medical reference part of it but i actually want that to be in there because i want that to be kind of an effective piece of this book this i want this book to change lives i want what i'm doing here the podcasting i want it to change lives i want it to develop awareness for the disease guillain-barre i want it to introduce different ways to overcome challenges and uh and different ways to find strength that you already have inside yourself and 
different ways to utilize the different tools there and different ways to adapt yourself when living with a disability or living with depression. I want to do this as a whole and I want to make a difference. So I really want to really get in depth with how this is set up with the book and everything. But but that book, hopefully, uh, I was shooting for this fall here with everything going on with my kid and stuff. I'm, I'm actually thinking that it's probably going to be a wintertime thing that that we get into the actual publishing of that book. But it's going to be a great thing. But that that uh, that is something that that will be coming up down the road here. But but anyways, let's jump into this uh, jump into this story because I uh, I just left you guys hanging. I was I left you hanging with I had a. I was having a good time in the lunchroom and stuff. I was meeting great people. Um, I was, uh, I'd met Sally and she sadly, you know, down the road, she had passed away, you know, and, and, uh, Guillain-Barre syndrome was something that was just hard, hard on her, you know, it tore her body down and, and, uh, but bless, bless her soul. Cause she was a wonderful woman and she's got a great family, but, uh, but no. And then we, uh, we've got me, uh, really really socializing and really um out doing things throughout the day so i've got busy days we're doing a lot of therapy i'm getting i'm getting a lot of therapy now the other facilities that i had been in you know like you get an hour of pt you get an hour of ot and that was it okay so in this facility i'm getting a good hour to an hour and a half of stretching and then I'm getting an hour to two hours of physical therapy. I'm getting a couple hours of occupational therapy. And then if there's time, they'd lay me out on the mat tables and they'd stretch me out and I'd get an hour more of stretching or whatnot. And they were moving me around and trying to help me, uh, trying to help me feel different positions and stuff. So something I hadn't done up to this point was lay on my stomach. Um, and that was something that we started doing was they'd lay me out on my stomach and they'd get my arms stretched out to the side and then they'd just leave me there for a while. Uh, hold that stretch, re relearn uh, the different ways I can breathe and stuff through being on my stomach. And it was, really, it was a really good exercise for me. And it was actually really good for me based on the fact that I had been in a wheelchair a lot and stuff and my back was starting to develop a lot of different pains and different feelings that I didn't like. And, it was good for me to lay like that because it, it really helped me, you know. And then when I was in my hospital bed, I'm in a propped up position. My posture is going to heck. And uh, this was really helping me. So I'm getting a lot throughout the day. I mean, I'm, I'm in that gym four to six hours out of the day in there just doing stuff. And and it's and it's giving me a lot of that, that, uh, that time around people and i'm not just confined to my room and lonely and stuff but i'm running into that problem at the end of the day everybody goes home at the end of the day and i'm in my room just staring at the tv watching reruns of some show and i'm getting into my head and i'm getting into my head in a bad way i'm getting into my head to where i'm giving up again i've got these little perks going on where i'm 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 trying but then I get into my head at night and I'm, and I'm giving up again. And my mind is still set in this dark spot that I was in when I left Sundance. Um, I just, I, I gave up on myself. I wasn't getting the results 
the way I felt needed to be gotten. And I was by this time I'm exploring the internet a little bit because I've got a I've got a deal where I can kind of use a stylus in my fingers if it sits right. I can kind of hold that, and then they would prop the tablet up, and I could kind of push certain things I mean but I needed a lot of help I added some of the CNAs to bring in their tablets and they'd do it for me I'd watch little videos about different stories about Guillaume Bray and stuff and the way it, they came out of, and I'm watching these people like I said before I watched Holly Gearlock she's in and out of there you know six months she goes from 100% paralyzed to to out kicking ass in the world I mean and I'm I'm sitting here. It's it's. I mean, we're over ten months, and uh, I'm not doing half of what she was doing. I mean, I'm real discouraged by this time. So and it turns into a thing that turned into a thing that uh that was really cutting my my thinking down. It was really hurting the way I felt about my life, and. Uh, it was one of those deals where I just, I had to, I had to keep going with it, but I also needed some help and the facility started to recognize that I needed that help. So my case manager, Sheila, she gets on the horn. She's on top of everything. She's really good at what she's doing there. And uh, she gets on the horn and she starts setting me up with a counselor and counselor comes in and we're going to do some in in-depth counseling now i'd seen a counselor a couple times there but now that we've recognized okay shane's got a problem he's going through a depression and uh, that is kind of hindering the way his his motivation is with his recovery and stuff i'm having these ups and downs my my motivation is like a roller coaster and it derails and it, it just it was it was time to get on top of it and start getting something done with the mental side of things. So we ended up, uh, they, they got me on one of my doctors. He, he, uh, he come in there, Dr. Swan, and he actually had made an increase to something we'd started right off the bat there to help with the depression a little bit. We start doing a, uh, citrulline, um, for as using it as an antidepressant just something to kind of keep that edge out of there you know because at elk or at a sundance you know i got to go to the beer festival and that was that was my that was my antidepressant <laughs> but but at Elkhorn, you know we're we're doing things professionally here and we're and and they were too you know but we're we're doing things by the book and and trying to trying the antidepressants and we're trying different things with that and and I've got counseling coming in and he's coming in once a week. And there was times there where we, we were doing every two week session or twice a week sessions. And he'd come in there and he would dedicate a whole hour to me. And sometimes if we'd get to the end of that hour and we were in the middle of something that was kind of big as far as where our conversation went and, and, uh, you know, he would actually, he'd stick around and there was times I'd keep him there for an hour, hour and a half before he took off out of there but it was it was good i and i had a great counselor so the counselor that came in to see me was right there out of casper he had a local practice there and something that 
that he was real big with and something that I've actually been real interested in actually doing myself but uh going through a lot of college to go and get that degree <laughs> is just something that I'm, I'm having a hard time swallowing you know but I think my story and some of the stuff that I want to do will get me kind of into this, a similar position just not as advanced as he was but he goes around and he travels around and talks to a lot of the patients he goes to the nursing homes the hospitals and he does that and elkhorn happened to be one of the places that he would come hang out and he would set up appointments with different patients and i was one of them but the guy was great like he'd talk and he knew the right questions to ask because i'd give him my feelings about whatever he had a he had a thought about there and he wanted to know well, how are you feeling with this? And I'd lay it down to him, and he always had an answer that made 100% the sense that it needed to make, you know? So we're going through this, and, I, and I'm getting a lot out there. I'm getting a lot off my chest. I'm, I'm getting things out there so he, he knows, and he can make a professional evaluation of, you know, maybe, maybe I need to do some different things with with my thinking obviously i'm going in the wrong direction and it's it's really messing up my recovery so he uh he had a lot of great input he starts coming in there and we start counseling we're, we're doing it regularly it's 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 part of the routine i got it on my little my little whiteboard at the end of or the wall out past the end of my bed so every time i open my eyes or something i could look on there and see who my nurses were see who my cnas were um and uh they would uh put on that board too when my appointment would be with the counselor that way i knew when it was and then when they were scheduling me down in therapy because they set up a schedule down there too theirs was down on their wall there's a big board there it had all the different therapists you found your therapist and you went through the board and found your slot of when your session would be so you knew when you were getting your physical therapy and in my case, I was getting a lot of extra therapy because some of them were squeezing me in with like their little group sessions and stuff. And and uh, and it was nice. We, we had a good routine going on there. And then with the counseling fit into that, I was starting to build a full schedule. So we had uh, sleep in, AKA breakfast. <laughs> and then uh, we'd have, you know, stretching with Corey and then physical therapy with Laura and uh, and then occupational therapy with Sapon and then group with Sapon or or Laura's you know and it just it kept kind of going going that route and then my sessions were getting a little bigger so I was to the point there where my nine o'clock morning would go till 3 3 30 in the afternoon we're getting in the pool here and there so pool sessions uh, sometimes those would be a little longer. They take up a little time, and because of everything involved with it, you know, getting me ready to go to the pool, and then when we get done, I get out of the pool, get to my room, and right into a shower, and then an hour of itching. <laughs> and uh, we couldn't. We were having a hard time getting a beat on that itching. I just, it, I, I don't know, weird deal. And like I said before, I, I really feel like it's because my body for a long time growing up and up to that point, I was so used to the different exposures to the different elements outside and stuff that it kind of made me tough skinned. And now I'm kind of a wimp, you know, because 
I'm in this facility and, and protected from all the UV rays and everything. So, but no, that was, that was my everyday routine. And, and then it, it, you know, we had a good thing going. I was getting all this therapy. The sessions were good. The, the counseling was something that, that I was definitely finally, uh, recognizing, Hey, I need this. So, you know, but I'm starting to put on a little weight. Finally, they're, you know, they're feeding me really good. And I've, I'm having my good social moments in the small room there in the cafeteria. I'm meeting people and, uh, everything's actually going good. It's just a matter of getting me mentally back on track, you know, to where, yeah, I'm going out there. It's kind of like, you know, people go to work and, and that's something that I talk to a a lot of people about they'll go to work and they're in the best mood at work and they're cheerful it's like, hey jeff how you doing today and you know but then they go home at night and they're alone and that's when their depression sets in and that and that's what was going on with me i was having great active days but that depression was really getting me at night and it was i'd stay up till one two o'clock in the morning uh laying there thinking trying to keep my mind in different directions but then uh as the time's going on here and we're getting this routine down, we got a good thing going on. Everything is kind of set in a solid stone, a stone schedule and things are looking good. And then all of a sudden I get this news. My, uh, my physical therapist is no longer going to be my physical therapist. She was transferring to a different job and I was going to lose this person that I clicked with. Everything was going good. So I was kind of bummed out. I was like, man, we're getting into this routine and now this happens, you know. So we get into the next episode and we will get into that. We'll see where that goes and what our solution is. God bless you guys. Have a great day. It's Friday.